Are you Tony Stank? I am Iron Man. Stank, Stank, Stank. Genius billionaire playboy from the You Stank, you Stank. I am Iron Man. Hello and welcome once again to Stark or Stank. My name is Aaron and I'm here with Josh. Hello, it's me. I uh, purchased Sorry. this. Uh, oh, I purchased this um, sound sound effects soundboard sound maker. Yeah. Now that we've moved on from our previous recording software mm-hmm. uh, setup, yeah, we needed to make do with new new technology. This is this we is have new the technology. This is new technology where it it holds a whole one two three four five six, eight sounds. How that many are, could you do before? That are pre-programmed, I think, like, ten. <laughs> so, you know, it's about the same, and uh, but these are pre-programmed, so I, I can't change them at all. So we're going to play... What you're saying is that it's a downgrade across the board. We're going to play a new game called Name... Okay, so each of these sounds is based on one of the characters. These They've got symbols on here. Your sure, job okay. is uh, I'm going to play the sound, and then you have to tell me which character the sound is ba- is for. I'm right? so glad I'm going to get to hear it through like <clears throat> your mic audio. Mm-hmm. Audio playing from a speaker through a yeah. mic always sounds great. Uh, of course, it's. I don't know why I'm leaning this into is this. Modern so technology. Here we go. This is, it's going to sound perfect. Here we here we go. The first one. Oh, I'm putting my mic. Okay, here we go. Who who is that? It sounds like swords and shit clanging off a bunch of stuff, mm-hmm. which leaves me in the dark because I assume it's like a core Avengers member, right? Uh, and like, if it's like metal clanging off metal, maybe it's Captain America. It could be. It's not though. Uh, okay. Cool. Um, great. I'm glad. It's Hawkeye. I guess. <laughs> I guess so. If you say so, man. It's like a whoosh, like an arrow. Yeah, and yeah. It's a like bunch a, of clanging. Like an arrow being loose. Sure. Yeah, yeah. No, I I can kind of hear that, but it sounds more like just two people sword fighting. Mm-hmm. Now this is going to be the hardest one because. That wasn't the hardest one? No, this is going to be the hardest one because it's like, it's it's a character that I wouldn't expect just to appear on a just a random soundboard that is aimed at the mainstream people buying. Here we go. This to be like Superman. Here we go. Can you go... fuck is that it's a great question i know the answer and i don't even know <laughs> what it is is it war machine no you are kind of close. was that a good guess kind of close um, um it's a it's a okay. it's a friend of it's a, a character friend. So that makes me think of like falcon You are correct. Could it be Falcon? It is Falcon. Okay. 
Okay, follow my logic on this. That's mm -hmm. like the sound of Red Wing being shot at and doing like a radar pulse or something. Yeah, I can I can see that. Sure. That's that's how I'm justifying that. That's great. Brain. That's a good guess. Here we go. <laughs> Number three. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. That's a good old twip. I can tell you right now, you are not going to get this one. Oh, shit. Um, no, I got nothing. Abomination? Close. That is the Incredible Hulk. Oh, my next guess was She-Hulk. Yep. All right, here we go. Another one. It's a lot of clanging. Mm-hmm. Makes me. Who's got something they can clang with? I, I was going to say it's either Captain America or it's Thor. Mm hmm. I my my brain wants to say that Thor would be like the sound of thunder, right? You think so? so wouldn't Captain you? Captain America. Mm. It's Thor. Damn it! <laughs> I hate this game. Okay, next one. I'm then. Captain America. What the fuck was that? <laughs> what? I don't know. Is that is that the sound of his fucking <coughs> Vortex branded shield flying through the air? Maybe. Like a whistling noises. No, goes? there's like one little clang at the end. Yeah, that could be Iron Man. Could be. He clangs. Who's He's this though? Clang. The real question is, who's this? Okay, well, that's Iron Man. That's Iron Man. Um, okay, and then the last one. You are definitely not going to get this one either. I am <laughs> So we couldn't afford to get Vin Diesel in on this. Um, they couldn't afford to get anyone yeah. on this. Honestly, yeah, they couldn't even get, like, the right repulsive. It's all, it's all sound effects except for Hulk and... This mystery last one. It's just some random dude in the basement doing his best Foley work, and it's not <laughs> that good. That's it. So there you go. Oh, That's that. They're the eight sounds you can listen. You can look forward to hearing. There's no. Um, there's no box of scraps. No boxes. No, there's, this is very. No, it's my birthday. This is very Marvel Comics and not MCU related. Oh, what a shame. Speaking of MCU, it's weird though, that oh. would be there. Then. I know that's what I mean. What the fuck? That's what I mean. Uh, anyway, this week we are talking about Shang Chi, not At found on the soundboard. Had, At least your soundboard had uh, Anthony Hopkins overacting like fuck. True did. Uh, true did. True did. <laughs> okay, we need some shirts with true did on it. <laughs> What was I even trying to say? True that? True that, man. No, there's no way. <laughs> You're too white for me. I don't know. You were the one who was saying it. True you did. <laughs> sure did? Maybe I was trying to say sure did, and then I was like, also true, and then true did. <laughs> like every wire in your brain crossed all at once. <laughs> here we are. Here we are. True did. Um... Let's talk about some trivia about Shang-Chi before we Please. talk about the movie itself. 
the movie started filming in March 2020, but was put on hold due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Filming resumed at the end of July 2020 and ended in October 2020. Uh, this production was recognized as the first, first feature film to reopen Disney operations globally since the COVID-19 lockdown. They managed to successfully wrap production in Australia with zero positive cases and zero production standstills. Hey, so, good, 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 good job, everyone. Um, now, this is directed by Destin Daniel Cretton. What's he made before this? I didn't look it up. <laughs> but uh, he said they went through a lot we of... We run con- a quality podcast here. <laughs> they went through a, a lot of contenders for the lead role, but found the perfect package in Simu Liu. Uh, he has the athletic abilities, but he's also a terrific actor, showed fantastic chemistry with Aquafina, is fluent in English and Mandarin, and he's comfortable shifting between Western and Eastern cultures. Co-writer David Callaham adds that Liu's uh, code-switching ability was an integral element to the character of Shang-Chi as well. Um, yes, they, they, he did good. Simu uh, uh, Liu uh, tweeted in October, uh, December 2018 about asking Marvel for the role. He later retweeted that original tweet on Ju- July 2019, thanking them after he was cast in the movie. Um, that's yeah. That's that's what we call manifesting your dreams. Exactly. He he took he shot his shot and it worked out. Good job. Gotta shoot more shots. Yeah, for sure. But there's a fucking line in this movie about if you aim at nothing, you will hit nothing. Mm-hmm. It's a good line. It's true. Facts. Facts right there. Um, true. Did this is renowned Hong Kong film actor Tony Leung. Um, uh, ch- 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 I looked at. I swear, I I checked all of these people's names beforehand, so I didn't fuck uh-huh. them up. And now I'm yeah. complete. I believe you. Chu Wise first role in an American film and his first English speaking role, even though he was always fluent, always has always spoken it fluently. That was a weird way to phrase that. It's a strange sentence. Yeah. yeah. Uh, saying that though, the first English line of this movie isn't spoken until about 10 minutes in. Yeah. Which, you know what? Credit to them for, for committing to that. Yeah. It's, Uh, it's good. Making people read subtitles in a big budget, like Hollywood movie seems like a big deal these days. Mm -hmm. Uh, Manga Zhang, the actress that plays Zhaoling, uh, met action designer Young Lee while making the movie. The two started dating, and by the time the movie wrapped, they were married, which is, that's, that's a fast turnaround, bro. Yeah, wow. Um, to celebrate, Simulu Simu uh, took everyone to Disneyland, while Aquafina took everyone to karaoke. Well, all right, then. That's a, that's a fun celebration. Benedict Wong. Okay, so at the end of the movie, Benedict Wong comes in, right? As Wong. As Wong. Um, uh, Benedict Wong surveyed the bar set for the end scene before filming began, examined the chairs and tabletop, and told Destin Daniel Cretton he was ready. He didn't tell anyone he was going to walk up and shove apart the two chairs and their occupants, so these are natural reactions. Uh, I noticed that <laughs> last night rewatching the movie. I was like, that's... that's funny. That I makes he just a lot pushes them apart like this. He does it so well, too. It's just yeah. so fluid. <laughs> like, it feels like... It- be scripted and the reactions are appropriate, but mm-hmm. you know, it makes sense that it wasn't. Yeah, it feels very 
you know, sudden. It's a good choice. Yeah, it's good stuff. Um, Katie calls Trevor a jester, and Trevor responds, Nuncle, Nuncle. This is how the fool addresses King Lee in the womb Shakespeare play. In Iron Man 3, Aldrich Killian said of Trevor, his Lee was the toast of Croydon. The toast of Croydon! <laughs> so, I guess that's a callback to that. What, what an amazing callback to an mm-hmm. amazing film. Hell yeah. Been an amazing actor. Uh, yes, well... The more references I can get to Iron Man 3 and specifically uh, Trevor Slattery, mm-hmm. the better. I agree. Everything we can get to cement that movie's place in the legacy of the MCU. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I'll drink angry fanboy tears the day I die. <laughs> Soaps. Now, let us... Oh, uh, you like this movie or not? Do you hate this movie? I do. I like it a lot. Do you want to burn it? I like it a lot. You want to burn God, every man. copy? No, I was really happy that it was like my first uh, back in cinema experience after the pandemic. It was really mm. strong. Yes, I agree. This is a very, I really like this movie. I have some some trivia for you. Okay, go. Portion, portions of this movie were filmed literally within walking distance of where I work from 6 till 2.30, Monday to Friday. <laughs> Um, yes. They actually filmed a lot of the Talo scenes at Prospect Reservoir, which mm-hmm. is literally down the road from where I work. Okay. Cool. It was, yeah. yeah, they're filming a lot of stuff in, in Australia with the MCU. And I know a guy who was an extra on this movie. I wouldn't say we're friends, but we're definitely acquaintances. <laughs> okay. Well, I know someone who just worked on Mad Max, the new one. What's yeah, the, the I, I don't know. Furiosa. I really, I really feel like you needed to follow that up with something. Furiosa. Like the sentence hit a he asked, he, he asked me if I wanted to um, move, to pick, go pick up a car and take it somewhere for the movie. And I was like, nah, fuck that. I can't, I'm not doing that. That's what I have fuck, to say. Man. What the fuck? <laughs> Uh, what if it was a cool Mad Max car? That's what I thought, but he was like, "Nah, it's just gonna be a, like a like a moving truck." Or Captiva? No, it's like a truck <laughs> to like carry stuff. Oh. That's all it yeah, was. Okay, that I was like, "Nah, it's boring. I don't want to do that." Oh. Now, movie magic. Movie magic. You need to. It needs to be a truck. Trucks look like cool cars when you shoot them, when you film them in movies. <laughs> cars don't look like cars on film. Yeah, exactly. Could use trucks. <laughs> what, do you, what do you use when you need a truck? <laughs> An aeroplane? A couple buses together. <laughs> All right. Let us now talk about the plot of Shang-Chi and the Legend Let's... of the Ten Rings. And the Legend. Can't forget the Legend. No, no, no. In ancient times, a man named Xu Wenwu discovered ten mystical rings. These artifacts blessed him with immortality and unmatched power, allowing him to become a dominating conqueror. Founding the Ten Rings organization, the terrorist syndicate would spread to nearly every corner of the world over the millennia. Still, Wenwu was not satisfied. Having heard of the ancient village of Talo, he sought to enter the realm for his mythical creature for its mythical creatures. In 1996, he ventures into a bamboo maze and comes across Ying Li, a woman guarding the entrance to Talo, who decrees that he is unwelcome in their village. 
when Wu refuses to back down, leading them to fight. The two lock eyes on multiple instances, and while Lee manages to defeat him, they quickly fall for each other. Lee retells this story to her young son, Shang-Chi, uh, while also giving him a green pendant to find his way back home. That's that's the beginning of this movie. We love a flashback. Yep. Um, I also love look, uh, uh, lots of uh, lots of wire work in, in fight scenes. Oh, oh, it's so good. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. I when I sat down to watch this, the first thing I messaged you was like that fucking fight scene between uh, mum and dad. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it's so much fun to watch. Yeah, and seeing the different wire styles, wire like the the like she's doing all the wind shit. And he's just yeah, like, there's lots of like Tai Chi style and yeah. hung, I think hungar. Mm-hmm. Like, it's very like flowy on one side, very rigid on the other. It's yes. Like, yeah. It's just fun to watch. It's good. It's a good fight scene. And uh, yeah, the him like at the beginning with that big battle and he like fucking Riding the flings himself off the horse. And then, yeah, it's, ah, uh, oh, it was really Everything- good too. Everything with the Ten Rings. So mm-hmm. the Ten Rings in the in the comics are like rings that you wear on your fingers. Yes. Uh, and in this, they've been re-envisioned as like weighted training rings that you would use mm-hmm. in Kung Fu. And it's such yeah. a great choice. It yeah. is such a good decision. Because like rings, <coughs> I guess, but this is so much more visually interesting <coughs> to use in the fight scenes. You whip them around and it looks super cool. I believe that the blast off the ground. Yeah, I believe the reason they changed it initially was because they just had Thanos who had a bunch of jewelry and they were and like, where? yeah, we don't want to do that again. So. Yeah, it looked a little bit uh, yeah. old hat by that point. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like this is an inspired decision. Um, yeah. And the way they use it in the context of the movie, like all the actions of, I'm going to call him Mandarin, even though he's not yeah. the Mandarin. Mm-hmm. Um, it's It just looks really fucking cool. And mm-hmm. every time it was used, I'd be like, yeah, sick. <laughs> They're very good. The Ten Rings are cool. Who would have guessed? Who would have guessed? Uh yeah, this this whole opening sequence and uh the little the family montage bit. Yeah, good. Good stuff. Yeah. Um I don't know if it's in this bit or in a later family montage flashback, mm-hmm. but uh there's a bit just after their wedding where uh you know I'm not, I'm not gonna call him Mandarin, I'm gonna use his actual character name, which is uh Zhu Wenwu. Mm-hmm. When when they're having their like mm, wedding photos yes. taken, and it's in front of a little backdrop <laughs> of a nice serene rainforest, yeah, like, you could have just got this guy has money and power and influence, and she's mm-hmm. literally a, a god woman from an alternate dimension. Yeah, you could have just made this happen. You could yeah. have just flown somewhere and gotten photos <laughs> taken, but no, which yeah. we're gonna do it at the compound. We're gonna have a little backdrop. Mm. Uh, yes, I, I made note of like this the too. Kind of photo that all of your Asian friends have <laughs> in their living yeah. room of their parents. <laughs> right. Uh, in the present day, Shang Chi, now going by Sean, and his best friend Katie Chen work as hotel valets in San Francisco. This comes as a minor annoyance to their friends Sue and John, 
along with Chen's parents, as Chen and Sean are overqualified for their job. One morning, while they ride the bus to work, Sean is suddenly attacked by men seeking his pendant. As he manages to hold his own against them, Chen is forced to take over the wheel after the bus driver is knocked unconscious. It's speed. Uh, the the driver really. gets shot, and then Sandra Bullock has to drive. Yeah, but the the bus is allowed to slow down. It just can't because the the brake wire. The, the bus that can't. couldn't slow down. It is a bus that can't slow down. You're right. Uh, as he manages to hold his after Sean throws his attackers off the bus Razor Fist emerges and attempts to kill him with his machete limb while Sean escapes unharmed (laughs) the assassin working for the Ten Rings has seized his pendant recalling a postcard supposedly sent by his sister Xu Xu Xiaoling uh, Sean prepares to depart for Macau. Chen insists on tagging along with him, determined to learn who Sean truly is. Um, so we started off really strong with the wire work fight scene between mum and dad. Yes. Uh, in the flashback. And mm-hmm. then we follow up with maybe the best <clears throat> fight scene in the MCU. Mm. I, I, it's very, very good. It's, it, look, this is very good, but then also the fight later between um, Shang-Chi and whoever the, who's the person that used to whack him with a stick? <laughs> oh, the trainer, death dealer. Yeah. 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 That, that fight in that room. Yeah. Okay. That really good. good. Um, I, I think, I think, hmm. If we can sequester off like the big group fights from the one-on-one character fights, mm-hmm. then big group fights. This is yes. the top tier yeah. with the Captain America elevator scene close behind. Say so it's far behind. You don't like the elevator? If I'm okay. comparing it to this, far behind. Like it's well, a, sure, but that's I, a I very good scene. That's a very good scene sure. fighting in the elevator. It's badass. But yeah. we're, if we're talking like quality of, of fight scene, of fights, yes, this one is uh, far superior. It's a, yeah. it's far and away the best one. Yeah, it's very um, good. And it, you know, there's a lot of character in there as well. It's not just cool moves and shit, but there is a lot of cool mm-hmm. moves. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of like Shang figuring shit out on the fly, problem solving, doing selfless shit, like holding down fucking Razor Fist while he. It gets all yeah. everyone else into the front half of the mm. bus, and then he's kicking dudes off this bus. Oh, yeah. So good. <clears throat> um, the, the bit where he like locks Razor Fist down in the corner mm-hmm. and sort of ushers everyone forward, and then Razor Fist like does the big fucking sweep up over and the fucking connection between the bus mm-hmm. segments. Yes, yeah. very good. I like it a lot. It's a also there's that influencer on there. <laughs> right. Yes. He's he's funny. I like him. Do a flip. That guy. Yeah, it is that guy. Yeah. Um I just like how he's like, I used to do some martial arts back when <laughs> I was a youth. He's so gonna... I'm gonna be commenting on his on on his technique. Yeah. It's funny. Just this big dude on the bus. Mm-hmm. Uh why what look. <laughs> I'm looking. I'm like this is probably why we were doing it through 
Twitch before. <laughs> this is why I didn't do it through YouTube for a while. I can't so I can't chat in the chat window in Streamlabs. I have to chat in a separate browser window that opens from Streamlabs. Oh yeah, I used to be able to see the the the, the chat in the in the box here, but now I can't. Oh, I yeah, just realized okay. that. Well, there's no one watching anyway. Fuck them. <laughs> uh, on the flight. Fuck these guys. Sh- oh, anyway, yeah, great, great scene with the bus. Good stuff. I love the and using um, the, using the bus stop signal as an actual yep. part of the the set piece. Mm-hmm. That's very good. Very intelligent. And uh, yeah, fun. It's fun, 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 fun. Stupid scene. as shit. <laughs> he sure is. In uh, many ways. I feel uh, real bad for that lady whose laptop gets fucking halved for no reason. I know, just to whack you across the Not face sure one time. time does he even? I just remember he does. picking it he up. He picks it up, it cuts, it, cuts it in half, and then he just whacks him in the face with it, and then just gives okay, it back. Yeah. So, yeah, it doesn't even last a single attack. It gets no. cut in half, and then he uses it, and yeah. then he gives it back. Yeah. He's been punching this dude And she's just time. like... <laughs> she's like pleading with her why? eyes about to, like, no, why no, did no, you no, do no. that it's <laughs> student loans to pay off guy come on <laughs> on the flight uh, Sean reveals his true name to Chen and his life before meeting her oh we missed the um, the scene where he has breakfast with her family yeah the nice little family scene yeah. with uh, Katie's family I yeah, like the grandmother good. she's nice yeah Day of the Dead. Asking and, when they're going to get married. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Day of the Dead thing and the the joke about leaving a bottle of alcohol on the grave yeah, and then it was gone. Whiskey and then it was gone the next yeah. morning. Like, oh, it must have been his spirit. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, think, I don't think Grandpa can take uh, Funyuns and cigarettes back to the afterlife. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a really nice scene. It's good stuff. Um, on the flight, Sean reveals his true name to Chen and his life before meeting her. After his mother died while while he was seven, Wenwu began to train his son to become an assassin. Under the cold supervision of his mentor, the Death Dealer, Shang Chi learned the way the many ways to kill a man. Finally, after seven years of training, he was sent on a hit, but he fled to San Francisco instead. After landing in Macau, Shang Chi and Chen locate the address of the postcard, finding the Golden Daggers Club. However, as Shang-Chi has signed a form when he first entered the building, he unknowingly has placed him, his name in for a fight on the grand stage. As Chan spectates, Shang-Chi faces a new opponent, a woman whom he immediately recognizes as Xiaoling. Uh, Shang-Chi refuses to fight and attempts to inform her about their father's impending arrival, but he is knocked out. Xiaoling, embittered at her brother for abandoning her when he fled for San Francisco, reveals that she was not the one who sent the postcard. The Ten Rings infiltrate the club, searching for Xiaoling's pendant. Shang-Chi and Chen are left by themselves when Xiaoling deserts them for the elevator. They attempt to scale the scaffolding outside to reach another elevator, but the terrorists attack them there. Shang-Chi fails to catch Chen when she begins to fall, but Xiaoling saves her. This is just, this is very long. All right. Yeah, it's going real play-by-play on this action suit. <laughs> yeah. Death Dealer appears to snatch Xiaoling's pendant, prompting Shang-Chi to give chase and fight him. 
Shang-Chi prepares to kill his mentor, recalling his harsh treatment during his childhood training. However, Shang-Chi is stopped by Wen Wu, who has already captured Jia Ling and Chen. They are taken back to the Ten Rings headquarters, where Wen Wu reveals that his late wife has been calling out for him to come and save her. Recounting that she had left her village to be with him, he believes that the people of Talo have imprisoned her for that decision. Then, using the penance from both his children, he generates a magical map made of water. <laughs> the map illustrates a clear path through the bamboo forest of Talo, which only opens before the Qingming Festival. There you go. That was a long paragraph. That was like um, three paragraphs, but it was like it all blended in with each other, so I didn't... There's no real good stopping point there, I guess. Um, the uh, the Fight Club is fucking cool. Yeah, I want to see. <clears throat> I I want to see a Disney Plus miniseries of just shit that goes on there. <laughs> sure. Yeah, it's just people working like, at the club. Even the back room. Oh, even just like the back rooms, you've got like widows fighting. Um, mm-hmm. Oh god, what are the fucking uh, Iron Man three extremist soldiers? Yeah. You've got a sumo guy, which the comic reader in me can only assume is Fat Cobra, one of the immortal weapons from mm-hmm. Iron Man. Iron, right. Iron Man? Iron Fist. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to see more of the cool superhero shit that goes on behind the scenes there. Fucking Abomination and Wong are there, just, you know, hashing it out, <clears throat> training, mm-hmm. I think. And Still that, not entirely clear. Now that we, now that we know where that portal le- leads to at the, at the end there... That uh-huh. that final portal, I was like, oh yeah, that's that place. But like seeing the movie the first time, you're like, where the fuck is that? Like, where yeah, what, are they going? What am I looking at? <laughs> oh, it must be some Thunderbolt shit. It uh, turns out nah, nah. Um, yeah, we'll uh, it's cool to it's cool to go back and see how far ahead that was planned out. It's one of the only things in phase four that I feel like we've actually seen sort of planted and paid off. Right. Yeah, really. In, t- in terms of like interconnected stuff within the movie, like none of the, uh, apart from Wanda in multiverse madness, that would be the other thing. Yeah. But people get mad about that. So we don't talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, this whole, this whole, Again, a really cool fight scene, the scaffolding fight. Scaffolding action scenes are fucking yeah. sick and we need more yeah. of them. <laughs> um, which is like a classic, like... Oh, yeah. Thing. This, then, this is classic kung fu movie shit. Yeah. And then, but this is like with millions of dollars and on the side of a high-rise the building. The Disney production value. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and, uh, yeah, and then the, the fight with the Death Dealer. Um, really good. It's um, very fucking cool. Um, it's well shot and it, awesome. There is something else brought up in this part of the synopsis, which is uh, Shang Chi explaining that his name is not Shang Chi. It is mm. Shang Chi. It's not Sean. Right. And when before we had gotten to this point, the first time watching the movie, I was mm-hmm. like, "Are calling him Sean or Shang? I can't." <laughs> figure it out and there's a point of confusion in the movie where like katie's also just like sean sean (laughs) sean chi i'm like are you just am i going crazy (laughs) no that is actually a plot point in the movie yeah for pointing that out yeah and then also the flight attendant being like oh chicken or vegetarian oh beef or vegetarian oh we're all out of vegetarian (laughs) i'll have the beef (laughs) it's 
<laughs> yeah, it was like the, the, cutting the, off this very like somber, dark backstory. The the then the beef because it's all you have. Oh, I will also have the beef. <laughs> uh, we also get um, Katie's uh, confusion tactics singing "Hotel California" while mm. hanging off scaffolding. Yeah, badly, I might add. Yeah, uh, good job. It's not great at all. It's not good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's bad. It's just bad. Uh, yeah, the, the, this whole thing, this whole sequence is is great. Okay, uh, when Wenwu reveals his intention to burn the village of Talo down after rescuing his wife, a plan which alienates his children and Chen into raising their objections. For this, they are thrown into a cell. They eventually meet and imprison Trevor Slattery and his Dijang pet, Morris. You tried. Dijang. Dijanae's mustard <laughs> pet. Oh god damn it. Morris. Let's let's see if I can find a spelling of this. Dijang. Dijang? Dijang. Also known as Hundun. Uh, mythical well, creatures from the It's not making it that much easier. Hundun, I can say. Dijang. Yeah, well. Anyway, we tried. We tried. Just just do what Katie does and call it a chicken pig. The pig, the pig chicken, the pig and chig. Pig chicken. Uh, Morris, who reveals there's a way to pass through Talo's forest maze without waiting for the clear path to be revealed. Using an escape route discovered by Xiaoling, the party infiltrates the garage. After hijacking Razorfist's car, they fight off the ten rings and flee from the compound. Um, Razorfist's car is pretty cool. Um, it's That's just, just graffitied. His name on the side. Raise a fist on the side. <laughs> and also the key mm-hmm. has a fucking keychain. It says fucking raise a fist without <laughs> the A or the Oh, it's oh <laughs> so stupid. It's funny. It's funny. <laughs> oh, uh, it's pretty good. It's um, very silly. Yeah, this uh Trevor's back. <laughs> Trevor's back. He's back and uh is very funny. Um he's he's Trevor God, Slattery. Ben, he hasn't changed. Ben Kingsley's so fucking good. Yeah, he is. Um I believe every word out of his mouth is fucking gold. The bit where they start, they see Morris and they freak out and he's like, Oh good, I thought I'd gone insane. <laughs> I thought I was hallucinating. Um I I can't remember if it was announced that he's casting something or if there's a rumor that he's casting something else. But I believe that he is currently casting something. There's something upcoming that he may appear in again. Oh, neat. I don't know. I, I remember seeing. I'd be into it. I always like more Ben Kingsley. Yes, for sure. Um, um, yeah, good stuff. I like that when they uh, when they steal Razor Fist's car, they steal the key. And then uh, his sister, like, steals the lockbox with all the keys in it as well. Mm, yeah. Instead of just taking the thing off the wall right. and then taking the key out, they take the key out and then take the box. <laughs> like, okay. I guess so. <laughs> uh, approaching the forest maze, 
Chen is guided by Morrison Slattery as she maneuvers through the shifting. But <laughs> just remembered the Planet of the Apes. Planet of the Apes. It's so good. <laughs> The greatest sequence of words strung together. <laughs> it's <in an> so <laughs> good. <laughs> How did they get those monkeys to ride the horses? They were acting like they were riding horses. <laughs> they're just they're just actors, pet. <laughs> they weren't riding horses. They were just acting. <laughs> and if, I, if they get those apes to act, then, then I could do it too. <laughs> Oh, it's so fucking good. Anyway, he's, he's so stupid. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, Chase got guided by Morrison Slattery as she maneuvers through the shifting bamboo to reach Talo. They manage to make it through unscathed. As they drive into Talo's village, they are confronted by the locals who urge them to turn back. However, uh, Lee's sister Yingnan Yingnan intervenes, finally meeting her niece and nephew. Nan, I'm going to say Nan, takes them through the history of the realm. Once a prospering civilization, the emergence of the Dweller in Darkness and its army of soul eaters devastated Talo to near destruction. Fortunately, the Great Protector intervened and the Dweller was sealed off in a cavern where it would begin to lure people to it by imitating the voices of their loved ones. Um, a plan. Yeah, so this is the part of the movie where... Look... It's all it's all neat it's all necessary and it's all good, but I, it does start to drag a little here in the middle from from the point of where they're taken back home to the point where the Talo battle starts. It just starts mm-hmm. to get it just starts to get a little. It's not boring. Yeah, this, this it's is, just a this little different momentum. Yes, you kind of have to have those peaks and drops to have you know nice sense of you know. Pacing and rising yeah. action. It, I'm only bringing it, it up. Around a little bit long. Yeah, I'm only bringing it up now because I need to talk about it later. You have got some stocks and stanks to justify. <laughs> yes. Look, <laughs> I like this whole movie, and it's I don't, there's nothing I would be like, oh, that that can go like, like yeah, this is a necessary part it, of the it, movie. Yeah. yeah. And but uh, unfortunately, things are a necessary part of this show. Yes, exactly. We kind of have to. I, I will agree. This is maybe the hardest I've tried to figure out any stanks. Yeah, for this, one of the stakes for me. They um, usually come much easier. Yeah, this movie is really good. Um, yep, yep. Yeah, I like. Uh, um, I like this whole dweller in darkness and great protector. Yeah, the lore is thing. neat. Yeah, like all the mythical shit in Talo, all the creatures and just the environment itself all looks really nice. It's well mm-hmm. realized. There's like neat shit that you see there that you would never see if it was like, if this was a Black Knight movie in the MCU. Right. You wouldn't see any of this shit because you see like fucking dragons and other, you know, Western legendary creatures that are overexposed in media. Yes. You get a nice new take on, you know, what legendary creatures look like in this setting. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's cool. It's nice for variety, if nothing else. There's a yeah. weird-looking horse, though. <laughs> it is a weird-looking horse. Um, yes. Uh, good good setup. Good, you know... Oh, I do need to point out that Morris is maybe the most adorable thing without a face that I've ever seen. <laughs> he is. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> 
<laughs> do they have they so do this? Expressive yeah, with exactly. No face. It's the it's the magic carpet uh trick of... The wings do a lot of the yes, uh, exactly. a lot of the expressing. Yeah. Like like carpet's tassels. Yeah, exactly. Um, Nan suspects that Wenwu had fallen victim to the Dweller's influence. As she trains Shang-Chi in aerokinetic martial arts, Xiaoling practices with a new rope say dart. Wind, just say windbending. No, no, aerokinetic... No, no, that's trademarked. Aerokinetic yeah. martial arts. Um, actually, I watched this with Holly last night, and she was like, are they airbenders? And I was like, that's a different <laughs> franchise. Yeah, again, that is trademarked. <laughs> Uh, Charling practices. You don't own that yet. No, no, not yet. They're, Any day they're working their way there. Um, Charling practices with a new rope dart while Chen learns archery, all in preparation. Preparation, preparation for when I was looking at Wen Wu, and I said preparation. <laughs> I, I, could, I could hear it happening, and I knew. <laughs> It's okay. It happens to us all. Preparation for Wen Wu's arrival. One night, <laughs> Shang-Chi sits alone at the lake and remembers the night of his mother's death. At the hands of his father's rivals, the Iron Gang, he reveals to Chen that he lied about not carrying out the hit against the gang, le- gang leader's gang's leader on his first mission. He declares his intention to kill his father for his involvement. The following day, Wen Wu and the Ten Rings begin their invasion. Shang-Chi can... Chang Chi confronts his father, but Wen Wu overpowers him and casts Shang Chi into the lake. Wen Wu approaches the barrier and begins to attack it, which releases the Soul Eaters. So the uh, the training scene between Auntie Michelle Yeoh and Shang Chi is mm-hmm. fucking cool. Yeah, um, it is. They they have a really good family dynamic there. Mm-hmm. Like they have a very warm. Uh, sort of interaction yeah. between one another. It's very nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Katie learning archery is a bit out of left field. I'm into it, though. <laughs> uh, she needs she, to do something. Exactly. She had to have something to do, so why not? There's only one person here with nothing to do, and he does it perfectly. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, it's, yeah. Um, yeah, the Talo stuff's all good, and, and they... Expand. It's a great place to reflect upon the tragedies of your life, as <laughs> right. uh, the movie displays really well. Yeah, and they um they expand upon it and and say that there are you know other cities and towns. Um, yeah, there's like civilizations in this. They call yes. it another universe. Yeah, they do call it. I'm that. not sure what the weird what the wording on that is. Like if that's yeah. Probably reading too far into it. <laughs> Probably. Uh, this is part of the multiverse saga, though, so who fucking knows? It's true. Um, any thoughts on the gear they pick up? The the red gear for Shang and the white gear for Xiaoling? I don't... Uh, look, Shang-Chi doesn't have the greatest costume in comics. It's... it's this uh, changes a lot. It's mostly just a color scheme. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Um, so, uh, it's not like they had much to work with. It's fine. It's not, it's not the most amazing costume. If you come out looking slightly more interesting than Liu Kang from Mortal Kombat, I think you're doing fine. And I think we yeah, got I guess. there. I, yeah. It's fine. Slightly. I like, yeah, it's like, it's fine. Um, I do like the texture of the dragon scales on the, mm-hmm. the costumes. Those are very cool. Yes. You said that just uh, yeah. as just as the background changed to like show it, 
Good timing. Oh. Ooh. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> look at that. Totally look at that. that. Look right and, there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that. Um, yeah, that stuff's really cool. Uh, I, I wish something more interesting was done with it, but it's fine. Yeah. There. Maybe he'll get something cooler when he's like an official Avenger. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. He, he, when he's there's got time. Some marketing behind him. <laughs> right. Well, there's time to change it up and make it cooler. Yeah, for sure. Um, the fight scenes between Wenwu and Shang-Chi are mm-hmm. fucking exquisite. Yeah, very good. Very good. Um, that the can, one specifically yeah. when they are like facing off in front of the gate mm-hmm. is so fucking cool yeah there is so much cool shit going on there mm-hmm. lots of ring blasts and like counters and yeah oh it's it's just fucking amazing yeah the the action scenes are all very well shot and edited in this also movie. familial drama yeah exactly we love it here at starkle's tank that we do have we do have the he has rings and he also has rings and they're fighting each other we we get the we get a bit of two a versions. Yes, yes, that's what I'm. Mean. That's what I'm looking for. That said, it's it's less. Um, it's only a mirror match in like the last half of it when Shang kind of wrests half of the rings from Wen Wu. Right. Like he does have to steal them mid fight to get them, which is slightly more interesting than what we normally get. <laughs> sure. And they're used in really cool ways. Mm-hmm. So the way that uh, Shang Chi sort of has them floating around them and he directs yeah. them in a really nice glowing pattern and mm. when we was whipping them around and these really harsh attacks it's right. such a cool juxtaposition yeah it's good stuff very good um also there's a bit there's one specific move i want to call out where shang chi uses the rings as steps to step through the air and like bring a mm-hmm. fucking Yep. Spin kick down on when yes. who does block it, but it's yeah. still very cool. And the block itself is fucking rad, too. Yeah, that part was cool. Uh, also, oh. there's a bit, uh, they've got these like big lion things. Mm, the lion dogs? Yeah, those things. And um, so, someone like whacks one of them. It's like, it's, very, it's a good comedic bit. Someone like whacks one of them, and it's just a pause, and it, it like looks at him. And it just goes, poof, and it just goes fucking flying. <laughs> I love a good, you fucking for real? <laughs> it's so fucking funny. When, when beasts of myth and legend give you the, are you fucking serious? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I like the uh, the soul eaters. They're cool. Uh, yeah, they need looking more bat demon things. Cool and gross. Yep. Um, I'm into cool and gross. Yeah, yeah, you are. It's a shame. Uh, it's a shame. Death Dealer gets jobbed out like a bitch. Well, here we are. Death Dealer is immediately killed when his soul is taken. Prompting <laughs> Razor Fist to ally the Ten Rings with Talos Guardians to confront the threat. In the lake, immediate face turn. Yeah, in the lake, the Great Protector takes Shang Chi, who arrives at the barrier to confront his father once more. When we lose control of his rings to Shang-Chi during the fight, but he's spared, Shang-Chi declares that his family needs him. Soon after, the Dweller in Darkness emerges from the weakened barrier. Realizing that his sister-in-law was telling the truth, Wenwu saves his son and passes his rings onto him before the Dweller fully steals his soul. The Great Protector is nearly killed by Soul Eaters and the Dweller, but is fortunately saved by Xia Ling and Chen 
With the help of his sister and the Great Protector, Shang-Chi uses the rings to tear the Dweller into pieces, ending the battle. <coughs> um, yeah, so this whole fucking a- kaiju <laughs> fucking fight here, very good. I love a big monster fight. Yeah. Um, if I had to complain about one thing about this movie, and I do contractually, <laughs> uh, it's that as cool as the big, like kaiju of legend cgi fight is Mm -hmm. it's kind of a step down from the father son kung fu off yeah it is i i mean i'm I'm not disagreeing with you there i'm I'm like i'm into it don't get me wrong i'm into it but the father son thing really feels like it was the climax and then we're just on the the slope towards the credits right yeah i i mean it had to be cool design though the big soul sucker real cool design Mm mm-hmm yeah, I mean, there's two ways they could have gone with it. They they either, um, you know, have have him die like they did, or yeah. he like joins Shang Chi and yeah, joins Shang Chi and they like try to bring it down together. Yeah, they don't. The Marvel movies don't do a whole lot of redemption by anything other than death. Right. If you're getting redeemed, you're going to die very soon. Have my rings. That's his. Re- that's his redemption. That's it. Um, and now my soul's gone. Yeah. Who knew the soul looked like a, a very transparent rainbow? Had no idea. So glad this I mean, I totally real movie. Thanks, science. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Uh yeah, I I like the I like the thing. Then you know it's... there is a bunch of cool shit that happens in this fight though. Yeah, like just all of the uh, aerial shit with the rings jumping between the two kaiju for mm-hmm. lack of a better word. Sure. Like there's a ring floating in the air. Shang jumps onto it, grabs it, flings himself onto another one, and then yeah. jumps from the dragon to the the fucking soul yeah. sucker. It's we like, all. Fuck. We all know I love a wanna, and this movie has like three pretty good wanas that are all mm-hmm. involve like action. Sick action. Yeah. Um it's yeah, that that shot's really cool. Yeah. Yep. I agree. It's uh it's fucking sick. Although victorious, both the people of Talo and the Ten Rings suffered heavy losses. The surviving combatants, including Nen, the Ten Rings, and Slattery, hold a vit oh yeah. The whole playing dead thing. <laughs> yeah, Morris comes up to him. He's such him. a bitch. He's like, you okay? He's like, I'm playing dead, now get down. <laughs> so oh, good. God. I'm like, what do you expect him to do? He's not a fighter. Yeah, he's definitely not. Uh, Even they... when he was like the world's most feared terrorist, he's <laughs> not a fighter. Um, there was one other thing. Mm. When uh, Shang-Chi's doing his big uh, Ten Rings burst final attack thing, mm. He does a lot of spins in the air, and it makes yes. me think he's like building up momentum for something. He's going to come down for a big strike, but then he right. doesn't. No, and I feel like the the movie sort of fucking blue balls me there a bit. I it's like he's going to do this big attack, and then he just it's <laughs> he's controlling the rings inside of the creature yeah. is what he's doing. So when he when yeah. he spins like that, you see the the rings spin spinning. inside. Yeah, I you just know. expected was, uh... more. Expecting something a bit more spectacular. All right. Well, bummer. That's fine. 
It's pro- you know what? I'm going to write it down as my sting. Shark Chi bids goodbye to his father. Uh, he and Chen return to San Francisco and tell the story of their adventure to Sue and John, who do not believe them. Wong emerges from a portal and brings Shang-Chi and Chen to Kamataj to discuss the origin of his father's rings, making Sue and John realize that they were telling the truth. Carol Danvers and Bruce Banner are contacted for help, but they turn out to be clueless. <laughs> Upon further examination... Who knew? Upon further examination, the my- mythical... Mystical relics are shown to have a beacon transmitting a mysterious message. Meanwhile, Zha Ling returns to the Ten Rings headquarters and becomes the new leader of the of the organization. There we go. That's all Fantastic. the credit scenes. Love it. I have no notes. No um, notes. Actually, I do have notes. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as post credit scenes go, this one is interesting in that it's set, it, it feels like it teases something and we haven't quite had the payoff for that tease yet. Not at all. Which is wild. It's been a while, man. It's been two years. Mm-hmm. Still nothing. Multiple projects have released since then, mm-hmm. which means it's still something we can speculate about. So let's right. speculate. <laughs> what do you think <laughs> I, those I, ten rings were a beacon for? I really have no idea, bro. Like, you look at the <laughs> upcoming movies and, uh, like, uh, I, I have no idea. Because I, I feel like a lot of us at the time thought, like, oh, then maybe this is an Eternals tie-in, right? Yes, that like was... Maybe it's, it's, uh, it's signaling a fucking Celestial that it's time to come and eat the fucking world or whatever. Yeah, that was that was uh, the... Eternals rolled around and then no, no mention of any rings. Prevailing <laughs> um, theory at the time. Similarly, um... I love that Captain Marvel and Bruce Banner are the two go-tos here for the Avengers now. Right. Uh, and in terms of mystical shit, Wong doesn't know what's going on. And somehow they think that the gamma scientist and the space lady will know. <laughs> right. Um, no. Maybe it ties into Fantastic Four. Depending on who's in that movie. Because, like, I guess the, the mystery... Of where the rings come from. That's like what is at the core of this, right? Yes. Uh, in the comic books, they were literally rings belonging to aliens. Was there a Fin Fang Foom connection? I have no idea. I feel like there was. I, look, I would love for them to be actual hand rings for Fin Fang Foom because that would track with the size. Uh, oh. It was Fin Fang Foom's voyage that first brought the Ten Rings of Power to Earth. So Yeah. So go. Fin Fang Foom shows up in Shang-Chi too. Just know that I called it here first. No <laughs> one else is up this. Definitely not. There you go. Uh, and if he does show up, I hope he's wearing his stupid purple shorts. Uh, I mean, that you know, the sequel's coming. When? We don't know. It doesn't have a date or anything. When Wu? Uh, when Wu? We don't know. Um... Yeah, I mean, it's. I, I doubt the Marvels is going to have anything to do with it. Um, Although, quantum bands, those are a thing. Uh, like, the space technology, I wouldn't put it past it. I mean, it could, but from everything we've seen of that movie... It'd be I weird. I don't think it's going to... It'd happen. be out of place, but yeah. yeah. Um, Deadpool 3, definitely not. No, absolutely not. Captain America, definitely not. No. Do we know who the villain is in that? Do we know? 
I know it was, I feel like it was supposed to be a Serpent Society thing at some point, or was that Civil War? That was... Point being, it's nice to have, like, mysteries in the MCU that we don't have answers to again. Yeah, Serpent Society was Civil War. That's when they did that whole change thing. They were like, I don't like, I don't like that. Can we change that? And they were probably (laughs) correct in doing that. Yeah. With the benefit of hindsight, that was maybe the best choice they could have made. Oh, oh um, the, the leader is in Brave New World. Oh, um, oh, yeah. Finally, finally yeah. cashing in on that fucking... The longest setup. <laughs> the longest unshot Chekhov's gun in the MCU. Yeah, exactly. Fucking wild. God damn. Yeah, I mean, look, the... Uh... Oh fuck! What's that group from She-Hulk called? Yeah, uh, which one? The the group of men's rights activists. Oh god, I don't remember what they called themselves. Anyway, um, Thunderbolts, no. Um, Blade, probably not. Probably not. Yeah, I mean, it's it's either just directly going to tie into the sequel. Intelligentsia, or... that's what it was. That's right, yeah. Watch um, out, Intelligentsia coming in the next Captain America. <laughs> yeah, you know what? If the big bad villains of a Captain America movie were men's rights activists, I would not be surprised. <laughs> yeah, that, that feels like politically, sure. uh, you know, current. I'd be into it. Um. <laughs> Yeah, so it's either going to be just directly the the sequel to to this movie, yeah, or Fantastic Four or the two Avengers movies somehow. Okay, so uh, I'll I'll call my shot here and now. The beacon is for Fin Fang Foom to come and collect his rings, mm-hmm. which are literally going to be hand rings for a giant dragon man. That's true. It makes sense that they would be arm-sized for a man-man. Hell yeah. Not a dragon-man. Um, How many times can I add the word man to a sentence? Man. You've, you've done a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I like that the uh, stinger for this movie says the Ten Rings will return. Yeah, that's another thing. The Ten Rings will return... There was a recent movie that said someone would return. I'm like, when the fuck's that going to happen? There's the end of another movie that was recently, and that I was like, I don't, okay, I guess. Mm-hmm. Lots of characters, yeah. they, they, lots of things they say will return, and I'm like, what? okay, <laughs> if you say <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, this gets into that point we brought up uh, a few episodes back where we were just like, Nothing that has been planted in mm-hmm. Phase Four has really been paid off yet. With Lots of setup, one or two things, yeah. And we're getting to the point now where it's like, oh, I feel like we need to see some payoff. Yeah. Otherwise, all of the setup is just going to feel for naught. Yeah, exactly. It's just you just keep setting things up, and nothing's coming of any of it. It's like, and look, that's fine. Like, not everything needs to be paid off. Uh, there's definitely some loose ends in the. Uh, first three phases that never got paid off, and that's fine. We can have loose ends. Yeah, we're not all mm. pedantic, insufferable pricks. <laughs> just most of us. Sure. 
No, I think it's a very small, small percentage. Let us now talk about our Starks and our Stanks. What did we like and not like about Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings? Um, who went first last week? Uh, last was week was me? What If. And what one? I feel like it was maybe me. I feel like it was me. Well, I'll just go anyway. Okay, you do that. My, thank you so much. My first Stark. Um, this is an obvious one. But the fight scenes are very good. Easily the uh-huh. best hand-to-hand fight scenes in the MCU so far. Even the CG stuff at the end, very good. Yep, uh, hard agree. My first Stark is top-tier fight scenes. They are pretty much untouchable. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of good shit in the MCU as far as fight scenes go, but this is like... They're well choreographed and they're well shot. Well shot, well edited. Rare. It is rare that you get both of those things at yeah. once. Especially in the MCU. Yeah, like I'll I'll talk all day about how much I love Winter Soldier's action. Yeah. Uh it's well choreographed. It mm-hmm. has some editing problems. It does. Uh big ups. <laughs> uh my second stock is that I think this is one of the best superhero origin movies. Uh, it feels fresh and interesting while still hitting a lot of the beats of an origin movie, um, and without feeling forced. Like it, it does. It's like you know, he's uh, who is he, and then you know he figures it out, and he's got powers at the end. Uh, you know, it's yeah, like typical yeah. stuff, but it, it's all handled like really fresh and interesting, and it's not just like. I don't know. It's it doesn't well, feel it, generic. It's not. It's not a. It's not an origin story in in the t- sense that it's like the person is gaining powers and becoming this. It's that Shang Chi's always been this. He's just sort of reclaiming it, right? And so he's already halfway there when we meet him. It's right. just the unraveling of that story and getting back in touch with his roots, mm-hmm. and then doing all the crazy fantasy shit. I agree. It is a, a fantastic origin story. It is it the the setup being that he's like he's already a fucking master kung fu man. Yeah. Um he's just not using it. It, it helps trim a lot of the fat that comes with a lot of origin stories, I think. Mm-hmm. Like we don't waste a shitload of time here. Right. It's nice. Yeah. Um but I agree. It's not my it's not my second stock, but I do agree. Mm-hmm. What is your second stock? Um my second stock is Simu Liu is excellent. He's yes. very good. Like a lot of the cast of this movie is fantastic, but is this his first like acting role? It's not his first acting role. It is his first starring role. He's been it, um mostly he did mostly comedies, I believe, before this, and it was like he's like a side character. He's like a sure. He's not a lead. Well, as his first starring role, he fucking knocks it out of the park. He does so well. Yeah, he, it's he's um, really good. He's a fucking natural. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing more of him in the MCU one day. Go see the Barbie movie. He's quite good in that. Yeah, he is. He is good. Uh, my first stank. Again, look, these were... I, it's real hard. I had no idea. Grasping at straws here. So this is, I mentioned it earlier. The middle of the movie feels a little slow. From the time they're brought back home to the end battle at Tarlow, it starts to drag a little. Again, I don't think they could have edited anything out. 
I think it's all necessary. It all feels very necessary, yeah. Yeah. But uh it just it just starts I I, I go, all right, where's when does the battle start? I think I think a lot of that is also because like when the action picks up in this movie, it fucking picks up. Yeah. And so when it lulls for too long, you're just like, oh, I want back to the fight. <laughs> Show me oh. another fight, please. Damn, I want people punching each other. We get like a semi car chase, but it's not great. It's not. Yeah, it's very short. But we, they, we do get that bike flip. We get a bike flip. You get that bike flip. Yeah, you do it's pretty cool. And then you get that fantastic Planet of the Apes bit. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, okay. look, I don't I don't necessarily agree. I think it's fine. Mm-hmm. But when when you're really like grasping for bad things to say about this movie, I can see it. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um What's your first stank? My first my first stank is that the big CGI monster fight is kind of less interesting than the father son battle yep. that precedes it. Yep. Um both visually and thematically. Mm-hmm. I think it's cool. I think a lot of cool stuff does happen, but I just think the climax of this movie is Wenwu versus Shang-Chi. Yeah. And then it's just a kind of slow slide down into the credits, mm-hmm. which is fine. We can have a downhill slide for the end. Yeah. I agree. I will say the CG is very good, though. Like, people yeah. people have been complaining about CG lately, but, like, the creatures at the end of this movie it- are really good. In the MCU, it can be a little bit spotty, which is not necessarily the fault of the people making the things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I agree. It is mostly quite good in this movie, I think. Uh, but I, yeah, I absolutely agree. Yeah, it, it, it is it is kind of a... They made a choice. Yeah, they made <laughs> a choice. I'm not sure it's the choice I would have made, but yeah. I mean, it's fine. Uh, what's your second stank? Uh, his costume's kind of boring. That's it. Yep. Uh, just as it oh, shows oh. up again on the uh, on the background. Good <laughs> like timing. It was meant to be. Yeah. Look, if it wasn't for that dragon scale texture, it would be just. Yeah. Eh. I would actually feel pretty negatively about it. The texture does a lot of it for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that it's just a top. Yeah. It just kind of has black pants. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, can you have a headband. <laughs> no, no, can't have that. No. Damn it. What's Actors your... and putting things on their face, man. They don't like it. It's true. They don't. What's your second um, stank? My second tank is the death dealer gets jobbed out. <laughs> you get that really cool fight with uh, Shang-Chi and death dealer just after the fight club scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's really fucking cool. And yes. it kind of hypes you up for the rematch that's going to happen later. And it just doesn't right. happen because no. death dealer gets jobbed the fuck out yeah. by a soul sucking bat demon. Yes. Uh, yeah, oh, I agree. Great. And then fucking Razor Fist gets to... Li- Look, if you wanted to have the ha-ha comedy, the villain gets punked out thing, mm-hmm. Razor Fist's right there. <laughs> yeah. right there. It's an interesting choice they made, I agree. <laughs> not that not the Death Deal is, like, a compelling character or anything, right. but it's a very cool design, and mm-hmm. they already had a sick fight, so just yeah. give me more of that. Right. Yes, both, both of my stanks amount to give more fight, please. <laughs> please, sir, I'd like some more. <laughs> All right, those are those are our stocks and our stanks. We both like this movie. That is correct. Now it is time to rank this movie. We have yes, a list. It is. 
on letterboxd.com. <coughs> Alrighty. Uh, currently, the list stands at Captain America the Winter Soldier at number one, Thor Ragnarok at number two, Avengers Endgame at number three, Iron Man 3 at number four, Guardians of the Galaxy at number five, Avengers Infinity War at number six, Captain America Civil War at number seven, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 at number eight, The Avengers at number nine, Black Panther at number 10. Then we have Captain America the First Avenger. Loki, WandaVision, Ant-Man, Doctor Strange, Spider-Man Homecoming. What if? I almost said Marvel Studios assembled, but Mm -hmm. no, it's what if. Iron Man, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Spider-Man Far From Home, Black Widow, Thor, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Captain Marvel, Avengers Age of Ultron, The Incredible Hulk, Thor The Dark World, and Iron Man 2 at the bottom. Where it will stay forever and ever until the end of time. Yep, until the heat death of the universe. Um, so uh, you did your Starks and Sanks first. Would you like me to put an initial placing for Shang Chi? Yes, because I already placed it, and I would like to see <laughs> how close I got. <laughs> I think the Shang Chi in the Legend of the Ten Rings mm-hmm. is above the Avengers. And we're done. All right. <laughs> Is that where you put it? I honestly, look, I put it at, at um, uh, where did I originally have it? I had it at uh, ele- 11 underneath Black Panther and Avengers. So, uh, and I was thinking about it. I was like, is it, I think it's better, like, it's better than Avengers, but is it better than Black Panther? But then we got the list the way it is. So I was like, you know, I'll see what Josh does. If he wants to put it above Avengers, I'm okay with that. Yeah, look. I wasn't my, sure where you'd logic, land on yeah. Black Panther. I really like Black Panther. This and Shang-Chi and Black Panther occupy a very similar uh, space in my brain. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm not sure if anyone should read too far into that. Um <laughs> But they're both like really good origin stories. They cut out a lot of the fat that a lot of origin stories do have. Um, They've got interesting characters, fun set pieces. Uh, The thing that puts it above Black Panther for me is that CG is definitely a lot better in this. Mm -hmm. Um, Action scenes are much better. Yes. Uh, The thing that puts it above Avengers is that it's just a better movie. And it's definitely got a style. It feels like Mm -hmm. a fucking Kung Fu movie. Yeah, it does. Disney budget. Yeah. Whereas the Avengers just feels like Avengers looking back on feels weird in terms of its like cinematic style. Mm-hmm. Um in that it has none. <laughs> now, let me pose this question to you. Sure, pose a question, please. Is, is this better than Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2? Cuz to me it is. I think maybe it's a better movie. Maybe. I definitely feel more watching Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. But that doesn't necessarily make it a better movie, you know? I think this has a this has a better father-son story than Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 has. I think that depends on... I, you're a father. You probably have more insight into this <laughs> than I do. Yeah, so that's why uh, it's better. <laughs> Um, I don't know. Like, 
I don't know if I agree with that. I, I don't... think it's definitely a better rounded movie, though. I think I think it's a it's a better rounded movie. I think when it comes to the relationship between the father and the son, if you look at each movie, you know, ego, he's just there. Sure. He just shows up. He says, "I'm your dad," and then, uh-huh. and then there's like they f- they figure out he he's not a good guy, and then they kill him. Yep. Shang Chi is his father's uh, extremely abusive, and um, oh. he you know his his mother's dead, and you know he feels some sort of guilt for that, but also you know his father and. Uh, there, there is a more complicated, more interesting relationship than the main. The main, it's really the main story of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, which is less interesting to me. Yeah, look, I think, I think Shang Chi has a lot more going on in terms of like how the characters interact with that uh, relationship. And, mm-hmm. and the, you know, uh, generational trauma. Um, I think Guardians has more to say about, like, I don't know how to put it. Guardians has more to say about, uh, like, the casualties of those relationships. Mm. less than it does the people like interacting with the uh, relationship itself i don't know something about shang chi's like father-son uh dealings doesn't really hit home for me just because when we kind of gets like redeemed in the end but mm. it's too late and he hasn't also like he doesn't <coughs> earn it he doesn't do anything to earn it right but uh, just... ego doesn't get redeemed, and also doesn't yeah. earn it, and, and nor also... should he. <laughs> but that's, it's like I think that's. Mm. Because he's not the father figure being redeemed in that. It's uh, Yondu. That's true, but also I don't feel. <laughs> I feel like the Yondu thing just comes out of nowhere. It's like uh, I'm I, your. I don't. I've always been your daddy. You're like, what's the fuck since when, bro? You've been a dickhead, been an asshole the whole time. Sure, he's been an asshole, but it, it, there are like parts of Guardians one where he's sort of fatherly towards Quill. I don't know. I disagree on that front. <sighs> I will say, I'm. I have no issue with putting it above Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two on the grounds that it is a better paced, more well-rounded story. All right. Uh, Shang-Chi at number eight above Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. There you go. I don't. <laughs> I disagree with what you're saying, but I don't disagree with your <laughs> ultimate point here. <laughs> it's, it's a better movie. Uh... Yeah, sure. Okay. I should have just said that then. Not yeah, no, I agree. Stuff. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> So what I started with was I think it's a better movie. I definitely feel less watching it, but it is a better movie. Mm. Fair enough. Done. Well, good. I'm glad. 
Now let Would me like read the list. Hang on, let me get my popcorn. Here we go. At number one, we have Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Number two, Thor Ragnarok. Number three, Avengers Endgame. Number four, Iron Man 3. Number five, Guardians of the Galaxy. Number six, Avengers Infinity War. Number seven, Captain America Civil War. Our new number eight, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Uh, number nine, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Avengers, Black Panthers, etc. and so on. Yay! You did it. You read the whole list. Read the whole list. You don't need to keep going after the new movie, you know? It's true, yeah. Fantastic. Watch me do it again next week. <laughs> Let's just do it again next week when we talk about The Eternals. Oh, hell yeah. I wasn't sure how I would react to having to watch that again until it dawned on me just then, you know? <laughs> okay. I'm excited. I'm also excited to watch it again. It's I haven't seen it since cinemas. I think I started to watch it when it first hit Disney Plus and I got sidetracked and then I never went back. It's the kind of movie that you can't really have on in the background, I feel. It's a lot of uh it's a lot of talking. Yeah, it is a lot of talking. There's not a whole lot of action in that movie. There's like a few scenes. There's some action. Like I said, there's a few scenes. But uh, some would say that those action scenes feel like what I would want out of a Justice League movie. I would say that specifically. People would say that. So, some people would say that. It's me. I would say that. Yeah, I, I but I, I haven't seen this movie in a while, so maybe I've changed my mind on that. People it's a good-looking movie. I remember that. It's certainly stylish. Yes. And there's some good performances going on there. I feel. Mm-hmm. They, um, uh, I remember them killing the wrong people. Um, oh, yes. I think that's mm, define wrong. Are you saying wrong because I'm saying your favorite? Yes. They okay. Now, let me let me counter let me counter that with saying I think that's why they're the right person to kill. That is true. Wouldn't have cared if it yeah. was anyone else because I wouldn't. Have. That is true. It's the Joss Whedon school of killing people. It's like yep, kill kill the one they like. Yep, Son then they'll hate watch you. Exactly. Uh, anyway, that's what we're watching next week. Eternals. Yep. Significant. I feel like it's significantly longer than Shang Chi. It's. A, I know it's long. How Eternals runtime, but Shang Chi is also pretty long. Yeah, it's longer than I remember, but it doesn't feel it. It's uh, two hours and thirty-seven minutes. So that's not that much longer. It's like what half an hour. That's a long time, especially because they announced uh, the runtime for. Well, I didn't they announce they didn't announce it, but there's like a rumor that the Marvels is like 98 minutes or something. And then we all breathed a sigh of relief. <laughs> Fucking finally, a the short first movie for once. Dark or Stank to come in and under an hour. Uh, I mean, we did what if. And that hut didn't have much of a plot, and it still went for like two hours. So you know, and not if you look at the first upload, went for about eighteen minutes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened there, but anyway, we don't talk about that. We don't talk about that. Talk about what? You got the memo. I the paged memo. you. I sent you a page. <laughs> Remember. 
Is that it? Is that the page? It's blank. Damn it. I forgot to write on it. I just sent you the page. Yeah, I wasn't sure what I was supposed to do with that. I thought I thought if I just sent you a blank page, you would know. I'm not old enough to have known what a pager is for or how a pager works. Um, a pager basically I'm also not a drug dealer. <laughs> just it gives you a it that sends you a phone number as like and then you just have to call that phone number. The least useful thing for someone like me who hates talking on the phone. Yeah, it's pretty dumb. Yeah. Super dumb. Anyway. Are you Tony Stank? I am Iron Man. Stank, stank, stank. Genius billionaire playboy. You stank. You stank. I am Iron Man.